what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, this is Alan from the Foot Candle Films Podcast. Interested in promoting your business or event to an online audience? Consider advertising on The Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. (laughs) Okay, moving on, moving on. Well, make it bother. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chick Chat here on the mesh.tv. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for washing your hands. Thank you for not breathing too much into the microphone because I'm not quite sure how it all works. Jeanette is with me. Hello, Jeanette. Hello, hello. You are across the country, and thank goodness, right? Right. Yeah, we, I mean, we would probably be doing this virtually anyway, just I to know. be on the safe side. I know. Uh, for those um, not caught up on what is going on here, I I live in Washington State, home of coronavirus, USA. Patient zero, USA. Yes. Luckily, I am like three... Three hours, roughly, away. I'm going to round that up. It's like two and a half. But I'm going to say three hours to make everybody feel better. Um, So don't have any reported cases here or confirmed cases where I am, but it's in the same state. So doing our best out here. I mean, you know, you got to feel bad for those who are really being seriously affected by this and have lost their lives. So that, you know, it's it's really not funny, but it's not funny. It's crazy. It's it's weird. It's bizarre. It feels weird to me. You know, I mean, that's, I know that's weird to say, but it's, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. You you see these movies about like, yeah, a big virus that comes right. Like that's, that's what's weird. Outbreak. Yeah. Like outbreak. I know. I didn't want to say the name, but thank you for doing that. (laughs) So yeah, it is, it is horrible. It's, it's, um, hopefully something that they can get control of. I'm glad that some travel has ceased. Um, my husband did have a planned conference in Seattle in two weeks, and they have recently canceled it. So, you know, the governor and stuff, they're all taking precautions. And I know it's hit several other states already. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously in the grand scheme of things, United States has a very few number compared to what's happening overseas. But, um, you know, everybody wash your hands. Yeah, and I'd imagine the news out your way is a little bit different than it is in our. I mean, we're all getting the national news, but you know, I'm sure local news is probably yeah. a little more. We're still in the one confirmed case. You know, make sure you wash your hands. Nothing now, but you know, we have gotten those notices from schools that right. in the event that something were to happen, we may close down for a few days. But you know, I'd imagine yours are a little more intense and in detail than ours are right now with just one confirmed case but but, yeah yeah we haven't had any um major changes just yet other than toilet paper and hand sanitizer gone off the shelves in all the stores um and so really oh yeah it's it's strange it's like toilet paper 
Yeah, I think people are like assuming they're going to be like quarantined or something. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? I mean, <clears throat> that's different from bread and milk. <laughs> I know. I mean, I get it. You know, people are scared by it. That's I get that. But it's yeah. it is a little like let's let's not take up all the hand sanitizer, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, some of us really still need it. Some of us just use it because that's we what you should be one doing. One year olds and they're gross. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a uh, you know, and and then of course there have been a couple of schools, um, <clears throat> not my kids' schools, or not my county even, but um, in in a couple relatively close areas. There have been a couple of schools that have closed for like a day, not necessarily because of um, uh, someone having it or being confirmed of having coronavirus. Um, They've done it so that they have done a mass cleaning on the school. So they do like, yeah, a big cleaning, a deep cleaning in all in one day. They kind of plan for it, shut down the school. But the teachers also are to be prepping that day for um, virtual teaching. So if there was to be something further to where they did need to close the school for any reason, then the teachers are prepared for virtual teaching. So, you know, it's kind of a, hey, we're going to take one day to prepare instead of not being prepared on the fly. And I think that's pretty smart. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. What is bizarre is like now when you catch a chill or even if you just have a common cold and you sneeze or you cough because you've got something in your throat, everyone kind of gives you the side eye like... Everybody's staring. <laughs> you're like, I'm just... No. I know. I'm like, like, no. like, no, 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 no. It's allergies. It's allergies. No, it was just a sneeze. Something tickled my nose. That was it. I, I swallowed something wrong. I'm just choking. I'm choking. Like somebody, <laughs> like, you the high like somebody... I swear that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. been bizarre. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know, it's again, wash your hands. You know, if you can avoid going to mass frenzy things in, in common areas of big cities right now, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, you know, but but yeah. from everywhere that I'm hearing, it's just, just wash your damn hands. Wash your hands. You know, take the precautions you would normally take not to get the flu or, <laughs> you know, that meme going around, like all the people buying all the soap and hand sanitizer, were you not washing your hands before? This were you, what were you doing? What first you doing of all, before? like what was happening then? I'm not You sure. are the reason why people have this mess. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Obviously thinking about those that have obviously been through a lot, losing loved ones on this or dealt with quarantines on cruise ships or across seas oh my gosh, or anything that's... else. And I actually had a girlfriend who um, had a trip planned to Italy mm-hmm. to celebrate her birthday mm-hmm. and poof, gone now, oh, yeah. you know, like, and I mean, she's heartbroken, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's one of these where you're like, mm, do I take a chance? <laughs> you know, because you, I say no. Italy, and you want to go <laughs> I would not and it's your birthday. Yeah. But, and Italy she will always be there, you know. Right. Hopefully you had trip insurance, but yeah, yeah. I would not take that chance. Yeah. I don't even want to fly it's it's one of those, point. you know, she was like, I'd been paying on the trip and she'd been playing mm. for like over a year. So, you know, you feel bad for that, but obviously safety first. So, yeah. Yeah. Glad she's not going to be sick. 
Yeah, just stay well. People take precautions. Right. Wash your hands, cover your mouth. Yes. So, all right. So on top of that, we've had a couple other big things happen this week. We have. One as recently as yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, what? (laughs) Tell the news. What? The Katy Perry announcement that she's pregnant. Oh, yes. 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 Katy Perry is pregnant. Yes. And you know what? In fact, hold on that. When it comes to that. We had Super Tuesday this week. For those of us in the United States... Yes. I know that was rude. I went from Katy Perry to Super Tuesday, but <laughs> that's not a transition. Super Tuesday. Yeah. All kinds of election stuff going on here. North Carolina, where you are, is actually part of mm-hmm. Super Tuesday. So you were yes. involved in that voting aspect, if you will. It's, you know, I it's was. um your your vote counts that day on Super it Tuesday. Did. Yeah. Um, Which, although I voted late on purpose because I had other things going on and I was in and out in less than five minutes. So, yeah. And, you know, we have a long early voting period and usually that's when I do it. But I actually voted on election day this year and it was simple. But it was funny because as soon as I got home, like all the results were coming up and I was like, yes, me. I, <laughs> look what I just did. Look, look what, look what look I what did. In fact, I had. <laughs> my precinct reporting now what's up (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um so funny so uh, again I just moved out here and um we got our ballots in the mail and every we vote by mail that's apparently what you do or at least I did I guess that's what everybody does I asked my neighbor and I was like do we go to like a polling place and he's like for what and I said, what is a polling place? Yeah. I was like, you know, like a church or something around the corner, right? For voting. The library where I can vote? Yeah. He's like, no, you just put it in the mailbox. I'm like, oh. I love that. Yeah. So I did. So we voted in our first one out here, which is pretty cool. Um, I love it yeah. as long as no one's throwing your ballots away. But yeah, <laughs> I like it. You know, and I, my mom was kind of asking me too. She was like, well, how does that work? Like you don't go and then they start bringing in the tallies like are they are they counting them now or do they save them because it's still like a scantron vote you know like they still obviously have to put it through a machine of some sort because there's all kinds of codes and stuff on it so I don't know how that works I mean I don't know if we're just going to wake up next week and it's going to be like here's your results or if they're going to start tallying that day and like running it through the machine that day I don't know but I know that I had a date that I had to have it turned in they gave me a self-addressed stamped envelope with a security envelope that goes inside it. Okay. And so it's two, it's double enveloped. It's, it's, it's again, safety first. I like it, but I would also like, just cause that seems like very easy to manipulate. I know. And kind of, you know, take over talking about election interference and stuff. That seems very easy to interfere with. I would want some kind of confirmation that you got my ballot. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not really sure how it all works. I'm kind of hoping that I'll learn a little more with the primary. And maybe this is, I don't know, maybe we did have a local vote um, for like a special election that was held like a couple months ago. It was school levy, so some extra money for the schools. And that came to us the same way, in a ballot, in the mail, security envelope and then the envelope that goes inside the envelope. So I just kind of thought that was because it was a school yeah. special election. They send that out. Yeah. 
and then I get this for the primary. I don't know if that changes whenever you have like a general election, you know, on a big, big one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I also didn't have any local election stuff on this ballot. Like I know North Carolina had, you guys had like Lieutenant Governor and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. We didn't have anything. My ballot was just presidential candidates. Okay. So I don't know. There's pluses and minuses, but I it guess was I'm definitely still a, Yeah, it was definitely a which is probably why it didn't take as long. It was definitely a shorter ballot than yeah. The full election, like in November, it'll be pages, whereas this one was literally one page. And it's different, I guess, because when you vote in the primary in North Carolina, I don't know how it works in in Washington, but in North Carolina, you vote by the party you're affiliated with. So I only had my party affiliation issue or people on my tab. I couldn't, or on my ballot, I couldn't vote for others. And we only, and we had like the North Carolina teacher increase tax thing. Um, so that was the, that was another local issue, but yeah, I mean, it was a simple ballot. You just yeah. picked a couple names from a couple of, I think there were some, um, in, in our district, we, there was, you know, obviously president, there was Lieutenant governor, governor, both are up for reelection and yeah, a couple of local things. But other than that, it was like easy peasy, just breeze right through. Yeah. Yeah. And they let you do it yourself. Like it was in the last year's election. So in the primary, you don't need here. You don't need your license. You just need to confirm who you are and your address. You just tell them. They give you your ballot. You go there yourself. It's like a Scantron. You fill in your circles. You put the ballot into the machine yourself. They give you your sticker and you're on your way. In the national election, it's obviously a much larger ballot but there's machines. Well, you know, you used to live here, but there's machines. A worker has to walk you through it. They have a little thing that they put in there. Yeah. Like a key. Yeah. Then you say, you know, stop. And then they come through confirm and you're like, "Uh, okay. So yeah, it's a little little weird. Yeah. I guess that's why I was kind of confused. And maybe I don't know, maybe I'm missing something. You know, if anybody's listening in Washington and needs to tell me. (laughs) Did I get scammed? (laughs) I mean, I, at first, I honestly, when they sent it out, like I said, I didn't think of it much with the school board vote because right. that was seemed like a special election one. You know, it was mm-hmm. in a weird time and whatever. But with this one, I honestly thought like, oh, did they just mail everybody a ballot to kind of, instead of like having to request an absentee val- ballot or something, yeah. maybe they just mail one to everybody. And then I was like kind of pissed because I'm like, well, that's a big waste of paper, you know, and yeah. whatever. But <clears throat> no, it was, um, it's like an open primary. So we, my ballot had democratic and Republican on it. Okay. And then you have to declare one, but it doesn't affect how you vote in November. Okay. So anyway, I yeah. voted. I didn't get I mean, a, it's sticker. a way to That's get everybody downside. involved. Cause you saw in Texas, they waited seven hours. I mean, at least you're not waiting seven hours and People who are homebound can still have the opportunity to vote. So it's, I like it. I would just like a little more security and knowing that my ballot Agreed. actually made it and, you know, yeah. confirm that I got it. That's my only thing, but I like it. Agreed. I would love to I'm, have one mail to my house and just send it back. Absolutely. I was the same way. I was like, well, I mean, if anything, it, it sure made it easy for me to be like, oh, I'm just going to, I mean, I go vote anyway. Like that's yeah. what I was raised to do. I go and vote. It's never been an issue. 
but still, I know there's a lot of people out there that consider it a hassle, right? So why not sit at my kitchen counter and be like, oh, here's my vote and put it back in the mailbox and I'm done. Yeah. So hopefully maybe it helps. I don't know, but I'll keep you posted. (laughs) See if I get like a a thank you card or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then what happens to your sticker? Do they put the sticker in? Your- <laughs> that's exactly it. I didn't get a damn sticker. You know I mean? That's like the biggest downside so far. People walking around with their, I voted sticker. <laughs> I'm going to have to like make counterfeit ones. Who's going to believe me? I voted by mail. <laughs> yeah. Right. And everybody's like, Oh, absentee. I'm like, no, it's not. It's legit. I live in Washington. I live here. I just mailed it down the street. <laughs> I could have walked it there. I know. Right? In the mail. <laughs> so anyway, on top of that, then after Super Tuesday, then we had a horrible situation. Um, and just a quick note, we won't dwell on it because it's it's really sad, but Nashville was hit yeah. with terrible tornadoes, um, kind of out of the blue and and hit some some major areas. I love Nashville. I'm not yeah. sure if you've been there and how have. much mm-hmm. time you spent there, but I love Nashville. I think it's a great city. It's got a little something for everybody. It yeah. is just super fun. And, you know, I hate to see all this destruction that's gone on. 24 people died. And I mean, they just now mm-hmm. finished the um, cleanup of, of looking for people, you know, and they mm-hmm. announced, I heard them announce this morning that they have officially found everyone that was unaccounted for so they they can stop the search and rescue but horrible horrible situation and so obviously thinking about anyone that lives in the Nashville area that's listening and and just such a horrible situation you know what I love though is that I saw that there was all these country music stars that did a telethon last night Really? When's the last time you heard about a telethon? Not since Jerry Lewis. It was awesome. It was seeing people. I saw I saw a video of it on the news. They had like who was the the guys the the um, Lady Antebellum guys? Yeah, I don't know. And their then, names, like but yeah. other people, obviously, but they're all sitting on the little risers, and they have oh. actual telephones with like cords and stuff. And it's ringing and they're answering it and they're saying like, would you like to make a pledge and all this stuff? I was like, this is awesome. How did I miss that? I loved it. So Mm. I think that's really cool. And, you know, all the stories I'm hearing are people coming out of Nashville saying, you know, that that's the community's really rallying together and stuff. So thoughts with Nashville. Absolutely. Um, I don't normally do this because, well, nobody's paying me to. Um, I'm not an influencer. I don't have major sponsorships, but I am going to endorse a product today. Okay. Because it's my new favorite product. And since we've been talking about the coronavirus and since we have um, talked about all the, you know, the, the, the evilness happening around with that, So I have this new product. It is not because of coronavirus. I got it prior to all this stuff and I've been using it for a while. But have you seen or used the Tide fabric antibacterial spray? I have some in my laundry room. It is the best thing ever. They could, it could be a little tough water. What's that? It's what? 
I'm saying it could be full of Tide water, just like some Tide and soap. But I spray it on everything. It tell they tell me that it's going to kill 99.9% of germs. Yeah. So I believe them. I don't know if it's true or not, but this stuff is amazing. It's it, for those that aren't familiar with it and you can't find it everywhere right now. Um oh. I've looked there's certain stores that carry it and some that don't. I actually bought it on huh. Amazon. Um okay after not being able to find it at another store out here. So it is again, Tide, like the dish or the clothes washing detergent, um, mm-hmm. Tide antibacterial fabric spray. I yes. spray that stuff on couches. I spray it on the dog bed. I spray it on my girl's shoes. I spray it on our clothes in the closet that are hanging up that have just kind of yeah. been sitting there maybe, you know, or, and I spray it on their coats when they come back from school. Like that's a good idea. Yeah, it's it leaves a tiny bit of Tide smell, which I love. But that's it's supposed to kill ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Fabric spray. Yeah. I bought it initially because I've had it for a while. I bought it initially because my daughter's soccer shoes smell like something crawled up and died in them. Yep. So it's like we've got to find something besides these charcoal input input yes. to put in there. So I started spraying her shoes with it and she's like, they're wet. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Good. Then your socks will stay right. clean too. I'll spray you if you don't. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I love I it. You get it. I haven't had to restock anytime soon. But I didn't realize they didn't sell it everywhere. Yeah, I haven't been able to find it everywhere. Um, and maybe that's just location-wise. I'm not sure, you know, yeah. regionally or whatever, how that works. But um, but you definitely can get it on Amazon, and it's fantastic. I spray the bed sheets. I try to do that in between, like, washes. You know, sometimes, like, I mean, I don't wash my pillowcases every day, and I don't wash my pillow... I don't change my pillowcases every day. I just right. don't. I don't. I don't know if everybody does or doesn't, but... Spraying this in between sure is nice. I'll spray it like I keep some in the little, you know, area beside the nightstand. And I can just spray them in the morning before I make the bed. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but again, I understand nobody send me hate mail that coronavirus is airborne and it doesn't matter and all that jazz. I get it. I've been spraying this stuff before coronavirus though. And right. I love it. I feel like things are cleaner with it, right? I mean, we have antibacterial wipes and sprays for our counters and hard surfaces and stuff like that. And that's great. But the fabric, you know, I mean, you can spray like Febreze and air freshener on that stuff all you want, but it's not really killing the germs. So no, it's just making the smell. Yeah. It's just making it smell nice. Yeah. yeah. So I love this Tide spray. And I if Tide wants to give me a bunch of money to say that, then fantastic. But if they don't, I don't care either. I love it. And I want everybody to go out and buy it. Tell them Chick Chat sent you. So that was just my little personal plug. I happen there to think about that. Good stuff. All right. Moving on to a very big topic. Oh. Did you watch Grey's Anatomy last night? No. So my doctor, my doctor, my daughter has late soccer practice, um, on Thursdays. So I never really get to catch it. I always have to watch it later and I just have not had time. I did not have time last night. I obviously haven't had time today. So I'll watch it at some point this weekend, but I know it was Alex Karev's. This, we said goodbye to Alex Karev. I'm going to cry and I know that. So, so as a prep, 
for those that were not prepared. Again, Alex in real life, Justin Chambers is his name. He's been with the show since day one, like what, 17 seasons or something yeah. like that now. Um, and has played Dr. Alex Karev, has gone through a lot of stuff on the show, as all of them have. But, you know, he's one of the original ones. And so he's still around. Um, and we found out in the mid-season break that he was done, like he was leaving the show for just time to move on, personal reasons type stuff. But we didn't know how they were going to handle it in the show because it was kind of sudden. Mm-hmm. And so... Last night was when it finally called up to, you know, they've been doing a couple episodes of buildup of like, where's Alex? Why is he gone? They kind of said he'd gone to see his mom and that's where he was, which is out of state, take care of his family, things like that. But I mean, he's... he's, But did you catch the one episode where Richard was having dinner with his family at his house and he was offered his daughter a job at the hospital where he works now? And he said, I talked to Alex Karev and we want to offer you this. So my thought was, yes, he's with his mom, but he's taken the chief of surgery position at this new hospital. Did you catch that, that one episode? I, I, I guess I heard it. Um, because then, you know, all that changed. Um, Catherine purchased Pac North. She did end up doing that. Yes. So okay. that was on last episode. Yes. Okay. She purchased Pac North. That must be two episodes behind. Okay. Yeah. So therefore, she ended up purchasing it and all the Gray's staff are all basically coming back together, you know. Okay. To be a, a Catherine Fox hospital or whatever, right? <laughs> but I was not prepared for last night's episode. I no, was, I wouldn't know. I was not prepared for what the storyline was going to be. That's the biggest what moment. Like I had not read any spoilers. I had not. Okay, I well, honestly, now I need to know. Do what? Now I need to know. <laughs> I mean, I can obviously spoil it for you, but it's, it is, it was, it was weird. I'm, I'm going to need you to watch it obviously. And then we're going to have to talk about it, but it's like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know, I hate that he's gone. I'm, I'm very surprised how the ending was like how, how he's gone and why he's gone. Um, I had all these thoughts in my head of what was going to happen and why, how they were going to pull it off. And I was wrong on all of them. Okay. So let me ask you this. If there was in any way any type of spinoff, a la the practice, right? Is there an opportunity for Alex to reappear? Absolutely. Okay, so he's not dead. He's not dead, which was one of my theories. Okay. okay. <laughs> he's not dead though. Um. Yeah. Oh, I need to know. <laughs> I mean, this is killing me. <laughs> I mean, I again, you say the word and I'll spoil it right now. Spoil it. You know, I'll still watch. You know me. <laughs> okay, so spoiler alert to everyone listening. All right, give them a chance. don't want to know, turn, it down. <laughs> turn off your radio for just a few minutes. Okay, so we know that Alex is married to Joe. Yes. He was chief at Pac North. Right. Um, and then we know that like... Um, He's been gone to visit his mom, 
quote unquote, visit his mom. And even Joe has no idea where he is, his wife, right? Mm -hmm. Or she assumes he's with his mom, but he's not answering her calls. So the show starts with Richard, Meredith, Bailey, and Joe. They show them all at separate times, each receiving a letter in the mail from Alex Karev. Handwritten letter from Alex living in Kansas, which is not where he's from. So every uh, segment in between commercial breaks, you know, every segment is another one reading their letter but it's Alex reading it to them. You know, he's narrating it. Meredith is first. And he basically says, you know, I, I'm gone. I can't be your person. You know, you don't need me to be your person and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm hearing him say it and you're watching Meredith like cover her mouth and be all upset. And I'm like, Oh my God, did he like kill himself you know you know his mom has like history of mental issues and he's always wondered if he had these problems and stuff anyway I'm I'm sitting there listening on the edge of my seat and then he says but I'm with Izzy I knew it I was gonna ask you I was gonna ask you that for some reason the past few weeks I started showing it I started thinking about Izzy and I was like are they gonna end up together because why isn't he answering his wife? That's really weird. That's that's why I thought something bad, right? Like I yeah. thought something really bad. Um, he's with Izzy oh in Kansas. He tells Meredith that he called Izzy when Meredith needed a recommendation letters for her trial. Okay. okay. He called Izzy to get a recommendation letter for, from her. And while he's talking to her... They get to talking more and more. He said he, he like didn't want to call her, you know, cause it was Izzy, but yet he wanted to call her and find out how she was, but also get the letter. Izzy has twins and they're Alex's. <gasps> Stop it. Stop it. Do you remember way back in the day? Like they froze her eggs because when she, she went cancer. through cancer. Yes. And Alex saved his sperm and they, they had them stored, but he thought she was going to die essentially, you know? So he was like, what does it matter if I do this? Like, she's not going to be around for us to use them. So whenever she left Alex and he got said, they got so upset and she disappeared basically, he signed away his rights to them, his, to the frozen stuff. She then five years ago used it. She's a single mom living on a farm in Texas, Kansas, excuse me, with a boy and a girl, twin five-year-olds. And she's a uh, surgical oncologist. And she's got these adorable kids and they live on the farm farm and whatever. So he finds this out while he's talking to her on the phone to get this letter. And... Then he says, you know, I got the letter. I didn't tell anybody because I just, you know, I didn't know how to. He's like, and then I I realized I need to go see her. He's like, and now we're a family. And, you know, based on my childhood and all this stuff, like, 
you know, there's not a day I go by that I would ever want to not be around my kids. And so the whole time they're doing clips back of history, like it's him and Izzy clips from the show, which is awesome to see. Yeah. And so when he brings up something about like the frozen eggs, they show the flashback of that. And you're like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Right. You know, or then when he says something to Meredith that he references in the letter, like they show the clip of it and you're like, holy cow, like, have they been planning this all along? You know, you're wondering. So he tells Meredith this and throughout the time Meredith starts like almost smiling and laughing because he keeps saying, you know, like, I, you know, this is, this is where I'm finally supposed to be. Like, this feels like home. He's like, and I'm applying to be the chief of peds at the local hospital. And so he's talking about, you know, like, I'm still doing this. I've got these amazing kids. They now call me dad. You know, we do this, we do that, all that stuff. So next is, um, uh, Joe and her letter basically starts off with, you know, dear Joe, this is, by far the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm a horrible person. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he goes on to basically say like, you know, you and I, like, I loved you. You know, I still love you. He's like, everything that I've done was true. I've never lied to you about this. It is all extremely, I, I I never lied about this. He's like, however, to now know that I have a family, he's like, you know, you of all people, and I should understand the importance of having a mother and a father, you know, and, you know, I see them and da, da, da. And he's got these clips again, cutting back to when Joe would talk to him about Izzy. Um, there was an episode a couple of years ago when some, a patient came in that looked just like Izzy and yeah. they actually addressed it in the show. And they bring that up again in the clips and all. So anyway, it goes on to, you know, I loved you, blah, 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 all this stuff. Bailey's is very exactly like you would think. Bailey's letter is talking about how, like, how hard she was on him and how, you know, he knew that he was a screw up and all these things. But like, thank goodness for Bailey. She did. She made him who he is today. He's like, I'm pretty sure I should never ask you for a recommendation after ditching you basically in this job, but I'm just letting you know, like, I'm going to be okay. And it's all because of you. And then the one I thought was super creative was the last one was Richard's and Richard actually crumples up the letter and throws it in the trash. And instead of reading his, he's telling his AA group about Karev and how he's pissed off at Karev for leaving, but that he's, um, he's more pissed off that he's like losing a teacher and a friend and stuff. And so he's, you know, he kind of goes into how Richard understands how you could love two people at one time. And they show clips of him and Ellis and then him and his wife. Yeah. And so, you know, he's, cause he's talking about Joe and Izzy and stuff. And so anyway, they did a, <clears throat> It did a pretty darn good job of it. And the flashbacks, I mean, were throughout the whole thing. So, I mean, you saw so many old clips and people and faces and stuff, but Alex narrates the entire episode pretty much. Um, 
at one point, Bailey tells her husband, she was like, uh, Alex Karev is not coming back and he's living on a farm with his two kids and Izzy Stevens. <laughs> and her husband's like, wait, what? You know, and he starts reading the letter and she says, and if I have anything to do with it, he's going to be the next chief of peds at such and such hospital. Oh. You know, so you can see like these people are reading it and at first they're kind of mad as they're reading it, but then as their story goes on, it's like, okay, this is Alex and it's Izzy. And except for Joe. Well, Joe, when she finishes reading hers, she's at work. Link brings her her mail from the apartment. I guess he said he went by to get some clothes for her or something. Yeah. He brought her her mail and there's the letter in there. And he was like, uh, do you need my help? You know, reading it. She's like, no, I've got it she stares at it for the longest time and then she reads it. <clears throat> and when he comes back in there, she's just kind of sitting there after she read her note or her letter. And um, he's like, you know, so do we need to start day drinking? And she's like, um, hold on. And she looks at her phone and she's like, I'm being paged for a such and such procedure, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I got to go to work now, but we'll drink whiskey tonight. And then she leaves and goes to work. And that was it. Like, they don't go much further with it, you know? Um, but they're still so, married. What? But they're married, right? They're married. Yeah. I mean, it's addressed. The letter is addressed to Joe Karev. You know, I mean, it's... He, he spends his whole letter to her apologizing. And explaining and talking about babies and how, you know, at first she was kind of like not really down for the whole babies thing. But, but remember, since he's been gone, she, she started doing that rescue stuff yeah. and has kind of fallen for that little baby. Remember she brought one home. <laughs> she was like, look what I've got. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, here, I think she's kind of looking at it like, oh, you know, because I said I didn't want babies a while back, but now he's got two kids. So it, oh it was hard. Hers was hard to hear because you're kind of mad at him while he's saying it. But I don't know. Some of the stuff he said kind of made sense too. So anyway, it's um, it was crazy, but it's kind of hard to believe that we'll never see Alex again on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but at least there's hope for maybe a spinoff. I don't know if they'll ever bring Izzy back because you know that ended a little. I don't think Izzy's allowed back on that network. Right. ABC's like, no, thank you. We'll refer to her when we see Alex and the kids. Like she's right. the, she's away or she's at work. <laughs> and that's what they do on um in the in the flashbacks or the flash forwards. They show these kids like playing on the farm when he's talking about the kids. Uh -huh. And he talks about like how smart they are and how Izzy teaches them to bake, you know, and they all spend the weekends oh, yeah. like baking cupcakes and stuff like that. Is you see this woman with blonde hair from behind. As, as Catherine Heigl sitting at home going, wait, I'm available. That's me. <laughs> I can do it. I'm here. Yeah. So, I mean, they're totally the arrives like, let's talk. I'm sorry. Let's do a spinoff. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. Like they totally could. It's not yeah. going to happen, but you were like, is it possible? And I'm like, yeah, Alex and Izzy living on a farm working at this country bumpkin hospital? Absolutely, it could work, you know? So, who knows? Kansas. Oh, when you said Kansas, 
my mind immediately went to, wait a minute, isn't Izzy from Kansas? <laughs> I don't remember where she was from, but that's where she lives now. He said in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. They've got horses, chickens. Well, I'm glad she's well. Because didn't for a while yes. they all think she was dead? I mean, for a while there, yeah. Huh. So it was right. it was it was a it was a crazy episode. Like I'll watch it. You you're gonna have but to because there's so many details that Alex gives in these letters that make you kind of go, Oh, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. right. You know, even in Joe's letter, when he's talking to her and he would say, like, so remember that time I said this, or do you remember whenever you told me this? And he would say these things and you're like, uh, Joe, like, yes, of course. Why didn't we all see this coming? <laughs> you know, it's- yeah. I mean, I get it. And I, I understand that he had, was done filming. He, he had made up his mind and he was done filming, yeah. but it's still to me kind of a crappy way to end something with your wife. Oh, it I agree. It reminds me completely of Jackson abandoning um, Maggie. What's her name? Um, Maggie, going off into the woods and not calling her. And then all of a sudden showing back up and saying, oh, I had a connection with a woman while I was there because you are so closed off. And it's like, this is your wife. You could at least come tell her in person. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I get I it. Agree. It's a television show, but... I agree. And, and I think there's, there's going to be more to it. Like Joe, I don't know. Drive to Kansas. (laughs) I know. Right. And show up on the farm. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, now he, he basically invites Meredith to come see him in Kansas. And he's like, you know, now's the part of the letter where you're cussing and booking a flight to Kansas. You know, he's like, to come drag me back home. He's like, and you know what? I probably would come home with you. He's like, but I can't. He's like, you know, and I do hope you come to Kansas, but I hope it's not to bring me back. I hope it's to meet my kids yeah. and, you know, to like visit. And so, you know, he, he recognizes that Meredith is his best friend in person and that that's why he would stay in Seattle, you know, and it's, it's not Joe. And as much as it's supposed to be, um, the way he words it, I think, you know, they did a, a good job. Um, it's just kind of going to be interesting to see what happens now with Joe. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, because she's got some depression issues. Yeah, I mean, she's had issues for a couple of years now. It's not been my favorite character or storyline on there, but right. meh, I don't know. And now she's going to want a baby. As long as we're I done mean, with the crossovers. I'm so tired of the Station 19 crossovers. <laughs> I would rather, you know, I like a crossover when it's like once a season. Right. I don't need it every week. But they've I been don't doing need people it. from Grays dating people from Station 19. I don't need that. It, we're good with Bailey and her husband. Uh, that should be the connection. That's enough. I don't need everybody dating everybody. I agree. I I don't mind, like I said, a crossover because I do see the connection. Obviously, a fire truck, you know, is bringing right. in people. I, I get, get that. So let it happen once a season when so there's a catastrophic event family. in Seattle. Yeah, random dinners with your family. And I don't like that that Jackson and that girl together. It just seems Vic. forced. Yeah, it seems really forced. I agree. I love Jackson so much. I don't want him with her. 
I can't stand him. I'd rather him and Maggie get through their issues and get back together. It seems more genuine and more of a connection. It really seems like a rebound and a forced relationship with this other person. Yeah. It just seems not like a good fit. Well, I'm also on the Gray's side. I'm kind of over the whole Owen and Teddy and Amelia crap, (laughs) which apparently from the previews, next episode is going to address all of that. Are we going to finally find out who the baby's father is? Yes. It's going to be Owen. (laughs) You think? I mean, it's too clean not to be. Well, so you're two episodes behind. You haven't seen last night's or the week before. Right. Ah, damn it, Jeanette. Like, something else happened. Well, she broke up with Link. Yes. Is there more than that? (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about Teddy and Owen. Do they get married? No. Do they break up? No. Is she pregnant again? (laughs) What's happening? I mean, she could be, but it would be Tom Karasik's baby. Stop it! What? She go at the end of the episode when she finds out that there's a chance that Owen is the baby's daddy, Amelia's baby's daddy. Yeah. She kind of figures that out, and she goes to Maggie, and she's like, "Am I being crazy by assuming or thinking that that's a possibility?" And Maggie's like, "You're not crazy." Teddy kind of just goes like into a daze and the next thing we see is her knocking on a door in a hotel and Tom Karasik opens it up and she's just like I don't know what I'm doing here and then they start making out and the door shuts okay right I gotta get on some grace I'm (laughs) gonna need you to catch up that's my weekend watch I'll watch that this weekend please do Please do. So big Gray's Gray's news all happening all around. Um, Gray's is finally picking it up. I like it. Do what? I said Gray's is finally stepping it up. I like it. I was, I stopped, I would watch intermittently because I was so tired of all the crossovers. But I was like, oh, I can't watch Station 19 and this and then watch you guys together. It's too much. Yep. Um, This week, no crossover. And next week does not appear to be a crossover either. Okay. Again, I'm good with Bailey's husband coming in because he should be on Grey's anyway. Uh, agreed. I don't need anybody else over there unless it's a disaster and you guys are dropping people off the hospital. Drop them off and leave. Absolutely. <laughs> Talk a little bit to them, but then go about your business. I don't need to see Jackson at the firehouse. <laughs> Jackson's girlfriend at his parents' house. I don't need to see Agreed. Agreed. Okay. All moving right. on. You mentioned it before, but Katy Perry is pregnant and has announced it through a music video, which seems to be a little bit of a trend on some people. You know, yeah. it's not the first time we've seen it, but, you know, Katy Perry is married or excuse me, not married yet. She's engaged to Orlando Bloom. Yes. Who I often forget about. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about it. I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> then I'm like, I'll remember somebody will say his name, like in our read it in an article. And I'm yeah. just like, Orlando Bloom. I had the same reaction when I thought she was pregnant. I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's Bloom. I still link her up with like um, John Mayer. And Absolutely. <laughs> like- Absolutely. And 
Um, so fun full circle is that they are engaged and the wedding was supposed to be in Japan. Um, but they have postponed everything due to coronavirus. Good idea. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably one of the questions I'll ask her at her appointment when she goes to her prenatal appointments. Have you been to the areas? (laughs) And they'll probably question one. If I couldn't go to the Bahamas, Katie can't go to Japan. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And just to get married, like, I mean, get married here, Katie. So here's the question I had that I, I didn't look up, but Orlando Bloom was married to the model. Was it Kerr? Miranda. Miranda Kerr. Are her babies his babies or is this his first child too? Miranda Kerr's babies? Yeah. I didn't realize that she had babies, but I I'm not sure. at least out. one. See, I didn't, I didn't take the time to look it up, but what they said, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom's first child, they didn't say whether it was his. Fair enough. Let me see here. I'm, I'm on um, Wiki, which you know is always true. It's always right. There's nothing ever wrong with it. Kerr began dating Orlando Bloom in 2007. They announced their engagement in 2010 and were married the following month. Kerr gave birth to their son... Okay. Lynn Christopher Blanchard Copeland Bloom. Oh, several yeah. names. Yeah. Um, in January 2011, and then in 13, Kurt and Bloom separated. Yeah, so they have one child. One child, okay. I thought yeah. so. Because they kept saying Katy Perry's first child and her Orlando Bloom's first child together. So usually that means That's right. one of them... And I knew it wasn't now, her. Kerr, Miranda Kerr, after Orlando Bloom, she started dating the billionaire Snapchat co-founder, Evan Spiegel. Spiegel. And okay. she has a check, second child with him. So one is Orlando's, one's the other. Okay. Yep. But Orlando does have a son. Correct. Got it. Okay. And so now we'll have with Katy Perry and hopefully we'll make it to the altar this time. What do you mean? I saw this thing online that was tied to the announcement about um, old Katie and Orlando's baby. And it talked about the hipster baby names um, that are super popular for babies right now. And that you might think that they're hipster and weird, but that they're actually perfect. So I'm going to read a few of them. I don't know. Call out if you think any one of them is going to be the actual one that Katie and um, Orlando decide on, considering his name's Orlando, which (laughs) whatever. Um, Okay. Ryder. Nola. uh, Van. Juniper. Cormac. Prue. Ace, (laughs) Livy, Judd, Simone, Watson, Luna, Jones, Stella, Clementine, Hmm. Huck, Sia, Byron, Sicily, Beckett, Ren, I mean, you know, these are, they're all like city names is what I feel like. It's like the name of a city. I could see Prue. I could see Clementine. Yeah. And I could see a Huck. 
Where is he Australian or English? English. Okay. And how is he famous? Was it Pirates um, of the Caribbean? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. And then he was in some other stuff, but mainly that, I think. Yeah. That's what we all know him from, right? Yeah. Yeah. Name the baby pirate. (laughs) What about Juniper? I think Juniper could be a a total vote for them. Juniper Bloom? Nah. (laughs) I mean, I think it sounds weird, but I totally believe that they would use it then. Juniper Rose Bloom. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, considering Miranda Kerr's first baby has like eight names, who knows what's going to happen? They could pick them all. All the ones you named could be all of them. Just, just put <laughs> them in alphabetical be, order. Look, if you're not in the royal family, if you're picking that many names, you just couldn't decide. So you picked them all. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. And I'm fine with that because I would have liked to add a couple more to my list. <laughs> but but yeah. I, got, I got outvoted. So I know it. five names because I was all on board with like at least five. <laughs> Stupid Since American he decide, he gets them all. You get a name. That's <laughs> get a name. Mason gets five names. Yes. <laughs> Can't decide. Just put them all in. Throw there. them all in there. You can be called whatever you want. You have your pick of the litter. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to matter on Scantrons one day. You're just going to use the first initial anyway. First initial, last name. That's all you need. That's fine. Yeah. Fair enough. One day you can be called. Prue, the next day you can be called Clementine, whatever, whatever your heart desires. And then Juniper, whatever. It doesn't matter. Different phases of your life. As a kid, you're Prue. As a teenager, you're Clementine. As an adult. I kind of love that. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Um, so good luck to Katy Perry and Woo. our 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 buddy Orlando Bloom. I mean, one thing's for sure. He's has he's gonna have gorgeous kids. Absolutely. Or he has a, I'm sure his son is gorgeous. I have never seen him, but you know, Miranda Kerr is beautiful and he's beautiful. She's not ugly. Right. Oh, Orlando Bloom was also in one of my favorite movies. Although, you know, he wasn't what I would say the standout. Um, Troy. Watch it every you know, time. It's I know on. you love that movie. You've brought that up before. I, love Troy. <laughs> I know you love that movie. You and your husband both do, right? Oh yeah. We will watch it. If it's on, we're, we're all in popcorn's popped we're sitting there for three hours or four depending on what network it's on (laughs) we brought that up whenever i told you that i watched braveheart for the first time oh yeah 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 huge disappointment spoiler alert you would like troy it's got all kinds of eye candy it's a brad pitt one right brad pitt is surprisingly good in this movie yes interesting brad pitt plays achilles oh really yeah okay Interesting. All right. So speaking of eye candy, I know I texted you and asked you this the other day, mm-hmm. but I need to give a recap or a, a, a breakdown for those that have not watched it yet, but they need to tune into their Netflix and watch it quickly. Have you seen Love is Blind? I started watching it. You did. I did, and I was I'm probably like three or four episodes in, and I'm I'm okay with it so far. I will admit, I googled ahead a little bit because it's going a little slow for me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, is there going to be something that happens, or am I just watching The Bachelor on steroids, like The Bachelor and Big Brother all mixed into one with blind date? <laughs> just put it on Netflix. So, and it's kind of like Married at First Sight, except it's 
they at least get a chance to see each other before their wedding day. Um, so I'm as already a, annoyed. As a, I already have the favorite couple. Yes. So, so as a quick understanding for people that maybe haven't seen it, love is blind is exactly what they they say. Like the whole, it's an experiment of is love blind by they put mm-hmm. people, boys on one side, girls on the other in these, mm-hmm. they call them pods and they're little closed in mm-hmm. rooms and there's a wall in between them. So you can't see anybody else. You can't, you know, you have no reference of what they look like, but they sit and talk for hours. They call it dating, but they're actually, you know, one boy talking to one girl in another pod and they, they go on these quote unquote dates and it's the, it's the emotional connection that they're trying to get. And then they do this for up to 10 days and they get to choose like who they want to go on these dates with. And I read somewhere that they can, sometimes they spend up to like 19 hours a day in a pod talking to a person that they really like. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, and then the goal was to see who could come out of the pod engaged and they, I mean, Jeanette, you've, if you've seen us a few episodes of this, there's, people like crying in these pods proposing to each other like on their knees crying yes. asking the other one to spend the rest of their life with them yes and I sat there with my jaw on the floor because yes I get it I do understand the concept that an emotional connection is super important and that you really could, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times people are judged, like judge a book by its cover, right? Right. Getting to know somebody without ever seeing them, like kind of a cool concept. I get that. But we're talking five, six, seven days in, they're like, I love you. You're the most amazing thing ever. Spend the rest of your life with me. And they say, yes. (laughs) I think they're stir crazy by that point. I mean, maybe they're doing it just to get out. Well, uh, (laughs) is that all we need to do? Because one of them actually, who I think is my favorite couple, one of them actually, they get 10 days for it to make it happen. But one of them actually did it on like day five or day six. Cameron and Lauren, Lauren, who are my favorite? Day Um, five. Day five. Day five, Cameron's blubbering into a tissue about how much he loves. Lauren like I think I love you which their connection seemed really cute um <laughs> they it they yes it, 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 I think out of all of them theirs I felt more through the tv I guess yeah um, only because they did have so much in common and it, it's I mean we don't know for sure but it's likely that out in the real world they probably wouldn't give each other a second glance or second thought right but that worked for them Right. But I always think there's going to be one in 10 or one in 20 where absolutely you're connecting people who otherwise would not have met. Yep. And you're not letting them see each other, but connect on that emotional level. Right. And it works because you find out you have the same priorities. You have the same thing in common. Your backgrounds are different, but overall, this is a person that I would typically date. You know, yep. this is person that I would typically want to spend my life with. And if they're spending up to 19 hours, I didn't realize it was that long. I mean, I could see how something like that could happen 
I don't see that how it could happen for all those couples. And obviously Agreed. some of them imploded on like when they met well, face to face, but the way that this works. Okay. So let me just give you a couple quick tidbits here because um, even if people have not seen the, the actual show on Netflix, they might see that on some of their favorite podcasts or on some of their favorite like late night shows or anything else, some of these couples are now making appearances. This oh, okay. show was recorded over a year and a half ago. And so now some of these people have been together for over a year now and they're now getting to do the press and address questions and stuff like that. The, I did find out by watching an interview with one of them that um, the way that it works is, is if you get engaged in the pod, cause then after you get engaged, um, you then get to see each other for the first time. <laughs> Then the show sends you on a tropical vacation. Um, so you go, now granted, the other couples are there too. Yeah. Um, you go on this tropical vacation for like a week and then you go home for two weeks and have to like meet each other's families and see where each other lives, things like that. And then is your wedding day. And... um if you got engaged in the pods, you had to appear at the altar. Like you had to be there. Oh, okay. Right. Whether or not you were going to say yes or no. So even if you had had a discussion with your uh, significant other beforehand saying like, look, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. We, we can't go through with this. You still have to show up at the altar and either say I do or I don't up there. Okay. So that was part of the rules because, um, of course, there was all this backlash afterwards of people being like, why would you put her through that? And that was embarrassing for him or whatever. Why did you say no? And all this stuff like, couldn't you have told him ahead of time? And they were like, we, we did talk about stuff, but, you know, you get caught up in the moment, but we had to be at the altar anyway. So, yeah, so um there's all kinds of stuff um that goes down it's it's on netflix it did a release to where once a week episodes were released um which was kind of different for netflix to do um and then yesterday they released the reunion show so the reunion forward to that no i'm just kidding (laughs) i know right just go ahead and do that it's fine um just fast forward to the wedding ones. Just watch the last two episodes. Well, I, I guess there's what's bothering about the episodes. So love Cameron and Lauren. I could watch them and their love story because that seems, you know, like they're investing in each other. They seem to really be into each other, even yeah. meeting in person and spending this time together. They seem to kind of like accept their differences and acknowledge their differences and laugh about it. Right. But still say how much they enjoy being around each other. Yeah. Um, and how much it's fun it is getting. So anyway, that's Lauren and Cameron. But I am so beyond annoyed with Barnett and his Amber. Amber. I don't know if they bother me more, but I'm also looping Jessica into that. And I'm living with Jessica because I really like Mark and I felt for him. And I feel like he was second choice. Like as soon as she heard no from Barnett, then all of a sudden it was, okay, let me go back to Mark. And I hope during the reunion, he addresses that with her because I felt for him in that moment when she heard no and then went running back to the guy that she had just broken his heart and said, I've fallen for somebody else. And then come back to say, I made a mistake. 
And he even addressed it saying, I don't want to be your second choice, but I also have to follow my heart. Like to me, seeing that from her, just let me know she was there to be on TV. She was there to get engaged. She wanted to leave with somebody no matter what. Because if she was that invested in Barnett and she heard no from him, to me, that's the end of it. Like if you've only made a connection with two people and you've already told the other person you don't see a future and you're investing your time in Barnett and he tells you no, the show's over for you. But yeah, she time to go ahead. home. Yeah, she went ahead and went for Mark, not knowing whether he had somebody else in mind that he was also, you know, I don't know. And I guess the Barnett thing bothered me too because I was pulling for him to pick Elsie. Is that her name? Yep. The whole time. I'm like, you've got to choose Elsie. You've got to choose Elsie. She was like his yin and his yang. Like to me, they would have been another version of Cameron and Lauren. So much alike, but having fun. And I felt like their time in the pod, I liked watching them in the pod together because it was funny. And it was like, I felt like Amber was just too, I, I almost, I didn't, I know, I don't, I'm, I'm sure they ended up together or whatever, but she almost felt like too needy. She felt, it felt to me like she was, a, and it seems like that now, even afterwards, she's like, no, even no matter what, no matter what, he would have been mine. He should have been this. And I love him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she seems like so wrapped up in this guy that she met five yeah. days ago. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I started out, Barnett was my least favorite out of like everybody. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy is just an ass. I don't like him at all. Yeah. As the season goes on, I changed my mind. He wasn't like my favorite or anything, but I changed my mind about Barnett, not necessarily about his relationship or not about anything else, but about him personally. Okay. Um, What I think is funny, you know, is that, there was some real world stuff that happened. It was just out of order in timing, right? So you're dating for, you know, days, uh-huh. then you get engaged <laughs> and then <clears throat> you're on this wonderful, like pre honeymoon, right? That everything's paid for and you're just drinking all day and going pear sailing and all this other stuff, right? Life is good. So everybody's happy. Um, then you go home. And you see each other's places and stuff. One of my favorite conversations, and I'm not, I'm not poking fun at it. I'm saying it's one of my favorite because I felt like it was real. Uh-huh. Is when one of the couples, and I won't spoil it and say who, um, they come back and the girl is like, yeah, so I went wedding dress shopping today. Like they go with all the other girls. She's like, okay. I went wedding dress shopping. I found the perfect one. I can't afford it. Um, so you might have to help me out on that a little bit. And she's like, you know, he's like, do you have any room like on a credit card or something? We can do that and make payments and all. And she's like, no, I have one credit card that's maxed out. Um, she's like, but I just don't have any other credit cards, mainly because I've got some student debt that is due. And he's like, oh yeah, well, like a lot of us have student debt. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I just haven't been paying on it. 
And he's like, how much do you have in debt? And she's like, like $20,000 in student debt. And he's like, okay, so I mean, $20,000, like, you know, like what's the monthly or whatever. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know, because I just don't ever make payments on it. And he's like, cool. You know, like he's sitting (laughs) here thinking, oh, (laughs) this is mine now, you know? Um, And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, like one person in the show ends up being like, oh, we're not going to go see my house because I don't really have a house. I was kind of couch surfing with friends before I came on the show. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And see, when you spend 19 hours in a pod with somebody, right? these are things that you should bring up. That's, and, and they bring that up, you know, when they do their little camera interviews, like yeah. the face-to-face interviews. You'd see them be like, yeah, so I realized when the pod, we were talking about like, what's dog. your favorite food and what do you like to do on the weekends? You know, do not you like, like a dog. <laughs> not do you, like do you have student food? debt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's funny to see like some of those real world things come into play. Now, this show was based in Atlanta. And a lot of the cast was all cast from area around Atlanta. They all okay. come from different places, like originally, but they all did at the time technically live around Atlanta. Cause it was kind of weird. Like whenever they got back home, I was like, they just like all live in the same neighborhood there? or something. <laughs> <laughs> like how they just get from her house to his house and they were like, in the same from Maine to Georgia. Just yeah. all overnight. I don't understand. But so turns out that they were all cast in the Atlanta area. Okay. And um yeah, but it has gotten quite the attention online. So it's it is an interesting experiment. I get it. Um but I just watched the reunion yesterday. And so that's it for this season. Um, but I can't believe that it was recorded over a year and a half ago. So, I mean, what yeah. you see in the reunion, it's like, holy crap, like you've lasted this long or you haven't lasted this long or whatever. Well, I did find out just from, you know, Googling to see if this stuff is going to get any better. Um, that there were actually two more couples that got engaged, but when it was time to go to Mexico, production was like, we really didn't expect this to work. <laughs> like we fought at most three couples <laughs> get engaged. We have six and we can't really afford to send you all. Yeah. So we kind of just pulled it out of a hat to determine who we were going to take and you lost. So I saw that too, because that is kind of weird when you're watching the stories happen at the beginning, you're seeing them in these pods dating quote unquote dating and then in the evenings they all have like a boys quarters and a girls quarters you know like then different parts of the building or whatever that's where they stay for 10 days but there are other people in the show and we see a little bit of their dating here and there and then when these people get engaged like that's it. We didn't see anybody else from the show. They didn't say like, oh, this person didn't find love or this person, you know, said that they did like so-and-so but didn't want to get engaged. They didn't do any of that. So that, yeah. I was a little frustrated by that because I was, there was a couple people like Elsie or anybody else that was like, after it was done, that that was it. Like I never, you never saw them. Yeah go home. But, um, I saw the same thing you did that was like, Oh, there were actually more that got engaged in the pods. (laughs) They just 
didn't get the benefits. They basically um, said, thank you very much for your time. Hope you have a happy life together and let them go. I don't know. Which one of them did take it upon themselves to go on their own vacation. I did see that. Okay. Um, they went to, I think it was Miami. They booked a flight that day, a same day flight to Miami and spent a week on their own. And it seems like these two couples, I know, I think one may still be together. Yeah. The other is not together, but still in contact and actually ended up moving in buildings next door to each other in New York City. And so they're still kind of in communications. And he says, there's room down the road for us to explore this again. I know she wants to, and I can see that I want that to happen too, but I'm enjoying being friends right now. But who's to say if we don't get back together and make this work in the future? Right. So, I mean, it seems like... Well, I will say that there was one, there is one couple that does not get married, but at the reunion, they're now dating. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they kind of, they, they didn't get married and they, you know, kind of had that rough, like breakup, basically, you know, television breakup. And then afterwards they were like, wait, no, like we really did make a connection in the pods because Mm -hmm. we did have that emotional connection of two weeks worth of just talking about everything. And then, yeah, we got in the real world and then we let it get in our heads, Yeah, you know, and they were like, there was so much this and that, that no, we weren't supposed to get married then, but we are supposed to be together and oh, give it a nice. fair shot and see that I buy yeah, that I oh, get yeah. that I support for the whole love is blind theory, you yeah. know, is like, Oh yeah, I definitely you together with someone you normally wouldn't, Absolutely, get together with in the real world, either because your paths didn't cross, or you're just you just don't check certain boxes, appearance wise, or you know you you would never find yourself attracted to that person, maybe just out of nowhere at a glance across the bar or something. Yeah, take away all the social media, all the everything, and just leave it to two people connecting, and maybe there's a connection there. I will say, I did love Mark. I loved Mark from the beginning. I really like Giannina, Gina, Giannina. She grew on me. I really like her. She seems like so sweet. Yeah. Um, it took me a little while to get on board with her fiance because he, they just didn't show him much. Damien. Yeah. And they're kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of different, but I get it. I like them. I like yeah. them together. I just felt for Mark the whole time because Jessica just seemed to be a little, they're Amber a lot. Yes. Yes. A lot. So, Yeah. And it I forget about the other couple because when they brought them on the show, I was like, who's that? Kenny and Kelly. Yes. Yes, I, I know. I was like, I don't, I don't know who you are. And it is very, it is very, um, again, one of these things where now after seeing this, I do buy it. I do buy the fact that if you got to emotionally connect with somebody like that, you probably have a better chance at determining maybe if this person is right for you if that makes sense you know I mean like on a deeper level um but I don't support the whole like now let's go get married I support the now let's start dating oh yeah I'd I'd have such anxiety over that like no wait (laughs) I'm not ready I know and there was a lot of people um that and this is another thing I would buy to I would I would buy into is whenever they said um that afterwards, you know, they got engaged because they were just so emotionally drawn to this person Mm -hmm. and felt like no matter what, 
I don't care what you look like. We are, are, are connected with this yeah. way. And then whenever they saw the person, they were still physically attracted to this person. Okay. But they kept saying, my, my head is following the pod. My heart is following when we're person, you know, one-on-one together. Yeah. And they're like, and it's still different. It's not because of your looks or not anything like that. It's the difference of when you're in the pod, nobody's seeing you. You're kind of extra free, you know? And so then when you do see somebody, I mean, you're still dating, you know, I mean, these people were engaged, but it was still dating in the general sense of things. And so they kept saying my head and my heart are not connecting like that. that, I just can't make that connection um, between the pods and real life. And, um, and so, I mean, I can imagine that would be hard. Well, I hope Lauren and Cameron are still together because they just, they had me from the beginning. I mean, and, and it's funny because even though they were crying and when they professed their love for each other, you're kind of like rolling your eyes like, <sighs> you're like five days, Cameron. But, you know, hearing that you said 19 hours in the pod sometimes, I could imagine that they were the two that spent that much together. Yeah. And from the beginning, you saw when they first met and they kind of hit it off and it was kind of like, well, did that just happen? But then you saw them kind of talking to other people and yeah. not being as invested and kept coming back to each other. Yep. I don't know what happened, but um, and and then, we, then it's just like out in the reunion that it was funny. I'm glad they asked it too, because in the reunion they bring up, Hey, so all of you dated at some point, like they all sat in a pod with each other at some point. Right. Um, now some of them obviously didn't have a connection right off the bat. So they didn't pr- put that person down on like their preference sheet, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, but there were several of them that were like, oh yeah, like um, Damien and Lauren apparently like had dates every day, like almost up until the end. What? Yeah. And they were just saying how they went in there because they just kept going back for dates because it was just relaxing and fun. Like there wasn't necessarily a friend connection. Yeah. They made that really strong friend connection, you know, to where they were like, Oh my God, no, I love him. Like he's amazing. Whatever. And see, I see that happening too with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, uh, Kenny had something, I think with somebody else he brought up, you know, I mean, it was just, people were like, yeah, I mean, you spend that much time talking to somebody about things and you find out you have some things in common, you're going to laugh and have fun. And it's kind of like talking to your old buddy, right? Yeah. That's how Mark and Jessica start out, right? They say, oh, I'm from Chicago. No, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. I love Italian beef. No, I love Italian beef. And they, they, they started out that way, you know? So, uh-huh. you know, it was interesting. It is hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Um, who are as dramatic call that host as, as anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really not good. It's, I love them, but I don't know if you'd call that hosting. You know, they pop up in Mexico and, and say, we're now in Mexico. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what they do. That's did. all that happens. Yeah. I can do that gig. Um, but they host the reunion show and they, um, <clears throat> it's, it's interesting, but I do ask that you people go watch it. I think it's I think it's a crazy experiment. And to know that there are some, and I say some couples that are still together year and a half later. I mean, obviously I know that's not 
forever yet, but I mean, my goodness, look at how they met. And that's crazy. And so if you watch this season, be sure to watch the reunion. Cause I do think that there's a couple of, um, good line one liners in there too. Good for quoting later. All right. Well, maybe Amber will grow on me, but I'm not holding, I'm not holding out hope for that. No, just, just keep watching girl. Keep watching. Even someone said when they met that night, like she's a lot. <laughs> she's extra. Yeah. yeah. She's the definition she's of what my kids would call extra. Yeah. Hey, so mm-hmm. speaking of extra, we're going to kind of go back to our roots really quick to wrap up the show. I've got a, this or that mm-hmm. version. Okay. It was put together by my children. All right. I love it already. Yes. So some of this stuff, (laughs) bear with me. Well, I know everybody, you know, I don't know half the people my kid talks about. Oh no. My kids are are throwback kids. They're really into some Amazon prime shows and stuff, watching some (laughs) of our old things, but um, yeah. So there's a little mixture in here of everything. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Backstreet Boys are in sync. In sync. Same. Grease one or Grease two? One. Same. Do you know that there's actually people out there that prefer Grease two? Who are those people? And I'm like, who are you? You're- I need a cool, <laughs> cool rider. Cool rider. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, Usher or Drake? Ooh, see, they're different. I'm going with Usher. Me too, but I think that's because I'm older, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, hamburgers or hot dogs? Ooh, good one, good one, good one. Uh, hamburgers. Same. Brittany or Christina? So both have had their things. Um, you know, I, I guess Christina. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... Personality wise, I pick Britney. <laughs> Song wise, I pick Christina. <laughs> yeah, I I think I would have to agree with you on that. Sun or moon? Oh, uh, sun. I go moon. Okay. Full house or say by the bell? Ooh. I'm going full house. I want to go full house, but I love <laughs> some of the very special episodes of Saved by the Bell. So I'm going to have to go more on Saved by the Bell for the life lessons. Okay. For the after school specials? Yes. Okay. I get it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. Yes. Um, Zach Efron or Leonardo DiCaprio? Ooh, Leonardo. Same. Green or blue? Blue. I'm green. Flip-flop or tennis shoes? Oh, both are awesome. I'll go f- with flip-flop for ease. Same here. Mountains or beach? Beach. Mountains for me. That's it. As you can see, my children have been on a uh, throwback kick lately. Um, so my daughter, my oldest daughter, has. they both have dance class in uh-huh. their schools out here. Oh. Um, it's part of... Cool. Yeah, it's like one of the, um, some people call it specials or, you know, the little uh, like PE, music, art, and dance is one of the ones out here. And so um, my oldest has a performance coming up for her dance class and it is um, dance across the decades. 
and one of the songs is from Greece, and one of them is Bye Bye Bye. And so all she thinks about with that one is the buy drink commercials. And she didn't realize that it was an actual like NSYNC song. So oh. I played the NSYNC video for her the other day and it's the one with the puppet strings. Yeah. And now that's all I hear throughout the whole damn house. They have Alexa play it, it over and over and over again. I don't hate it. I could do it that's that. Yeah. Songs my daughter sings and I have no clue what they are. <laughs> Agreed. So, so now it came down to a, it went down a rabbit hole because when we were watching this video, I named all the boys in, in sync uh-huh. and Charlotte's like, how do you know that? And I was like, well, how do you not? Right. <laughs> I, I was like, no, we Come just on. knew. I was yeah. like, we just knew. I said, but I always liked in sync because JC, and Justin used to be on the Mickey Mouse Club. They did. And Charlotte's like, what's the Mickey Mouse Club? Girl, we, we spent sh- like... I'm going to show you. What the Mickey Mouse we Club. spent two nights looking at this. Yeah. Let me tell you, I pulled up all these old episodes and I was showing her that Brittany and Christina and Carrie Russell and Ryan Gosling and all yeah. these guys were on the Mickey Mouse Club and how cool it was to watch oh, I used to want to be on there. Yeah. I wanted to be a Mouseketeer. I wanted the letter jacket that they wore. Their skits were funny. Their songs were cool. It was awesome when they'd show up in a Teen Beat magazine and two of them were dating or something. Yeah. And and I was explaining how cool it was, okay? So my kids associate Mickey Mouse with, like, being a kid, a, a little kid, right? Okay. So they could not comprehend why this was cool. Right. They kept being like, what does it have to do with Mickey Mouse? And I'm like, it's the teenage thing for Mickey Mouse. And they were like, what? Like, it doesn't, doesn't look like it. They're like, everybody's in like pastels and there's zigzags on the wall and stuff. And I'm like, I know that was cool. That's what we wore. <laughs> yeah. And so um, it hasn't quite sat with them yet but i've had a blast watching these past episodes well once you get them through mickey mouse clubhouse then you're going to have to introduce them to kids incorporated because that's mario lopez and fergie i wanted to be martika and toy soldiers for a good three years oh wait was mario lopez on that i might know yeah he was he was was a backup dancer okay okay he was never one of the kids incorporated okay that's what i thought yeah. Kids Incorporated. K. I. S. Yeah. Kids Incorporated. Um, yeah. What's it when Freddie's like, um, K I D S, Kids Incorporated. We're going to have fun. Yeah. That was it. And they all wore the hats and the, the socks over their. Yeah. I mean, you've got to introduce them to Kids Incorporated. Absolutely. And so at the end of Mickey Mouse Club, they would. Um, do the rap, and I still oh, yeah, knew they it. Start off slow with the old school song, and that's then right. They'd say it. like, "Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me?" Right. And at the end, it was like, um, "Hey there, hi there, ho there, you're as welcome as can be." M I C K E Y M O U S E. Um, and it'd be like, "It's Fred Emma Weaver and the Musketeers, and we gonna rock right here, uh oh, right here, yeah." And 
my kids are thoroughly embarrassed, but it was awesome. <laughs> Just wait till your friends come over and we get them all watching it. You wait till I put this beam it up onto the big screen. You're lucky I was just watching it on the iPad with you. That's right. You wait. Girl, so it was awesome. to your ears on. <laughs> so now everybody's gonna need to go and pull up some YouTube videos tonight with your kids and, and relive it for yourself. If you don't have kids, I don't care. Go watch it because it was Find awesome. somebody's kids. <laughs> Call it least nephew. Awesome. Yes. You don't need an excuse. Just do it. Totally. All right. All right, Jeanette, you got anything else? No, not today. But you know, I'm always going to look for something. We'll be checking each other about something sooner or later, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for listening in. I mean, this this is just fun because it's me and my friend getting to talk about all of our entertainment and juicy gossip that's going on. Talk about shows that we watch, music we listen to, what our kids are doing, um, And so thanks for listening in on our conversation. It's exactly what Chick Chat is. Hopefully you you are listening in on other conversations here on TheMesh.tv. We've got podcasts for everybody. Uh, Go and check them out over at TheMesh.tv. It's also on Instagram at TheMesh.tv. You can find us on Facebook. You can give us a phone call, leave a voicemail, whatever you'd like. We take it all. Um, so yeah, hopefully we will be back really soon. I think we're going to try to cram in some more, um, here, maybe later in the month. We can talk about that and yeah, Jeanette, you take it easy over on your coast. I will do so. You do the same. All right. Wash your hands, everybody. And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.